You're listening to Two Guys, One Album with music insiders Michael Heideman and Paul Farber. We are two music experts. Green Experts is pushing it. Taking on the greatest albums of all time. Uh, it's a little subjective. Song by song with careful analysis. All right, I wouldn't say careful. Look, we're having fun with the songs. Two guys. One album. It's time for two guys, one album. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's Did the I name. Say it right. That's the name of the podcast. Um, so this week, I actually, my name is Paul Farvar, and together with Michael Heideman, uh, and we got Paul Farvar, who is legendary lawyer, um, <laughs> comedian, djembe player. You kind of do it all, yeah. For, Guitarist, I, I've done it all, all mm-hmm. poorly, but at least on paper, it looks like I know what I'm talking about. Lover of fruit. Lover of Fruits. I'm just saying that because of the album we're talking about oh, today. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I picked this album uh, because of the recent passing of Dolores O'Riordan, um, who was amazing. And uh, I picked the album to review today, which is uh, The Cranberries' No Need to Argue, which is their second album, I believe, right? Mm-hmm, that's right. It was the second studio album released by The Cranberries, re- released on October 3rd, 1994. It's actually the band's best-selling album, has sold over 17 million copies worldwide, and it contains one of the band's most successful songles, singles to date, which is... Zombie. Zombie, which uh, I know you uh, you and I both love, so I'm excited to dive right song. into this album. Yeah, no, I, and I mean, this song, and I've talked to you about it before, I've talked to people about it, uh, I, I've talk, I, re- I wrote about it when she passed away, but like, literally, uh, I used to listen to this album uh, from beginning to end when I would study, uh, when I was in law school, um, in, in the late, 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 late 90s. Um, and uh, it's it's just a great album, and uh, you can listen through it all the way through. I think there's a couple songs I would fast forward, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's all I can say. It's one of my top top twenty albums, top seventeen albums of all time. Wow, I'll I'll go seventeen. Who were the last three that got knocked out? I don't know. I just I just figure seventeen sounds better than twenty because yeah. I was like, it says, whoa, okay, so this is legit. Um, one of the best albums. Do you want a little background on the Cranberries before we dive into it? Let's do it. Yeah, people make the people don't know the Cranberries. I guess your generation, you, you millennials, won't know who this is. Well, I, I, you know, I don't. I always knew because I grew up listening to alternative rock stations here in the northern suburbs oh, yeah. of Chicago, and they played these albums like no other. And then I remember this song had a really, really big resurgence. It was in this indie movie called The Sound of My Voice, and they played the song. Um, I think it was Linger. Yeah, it was Linger. Linger's not on this album. Oh, it, it's on their their first one. But I'm saying, like, as far as the Cranberries, Cranberries. goes, gotcha. yes, they. Um, but let me give you a little bit of background yeah. information. And who I just gotta give a shout out to whoever puts together these Wikipedia articles. Articles <laughs> they are amazing because they do a really great job of fi- finding some in depth things about these bands. The Cranberries are an Irish rock band formed in Limerick in 1989 by not Dolores O'Riordan, what? which is kind of surprising, What by Neil Kwan. And I'm saying that because his name is N-I-A-L-L. And Do we I know, know it's a he? I'm going to say it in an uh, Irish accent, actually. Okay. Be... Hey, Noel. Noel Kwan. No- oh, oh, that God. sounds I Jamaican. Sh- <laughs> it really does. The guitarist uh, ne- Noel Hogan, I, I pronounced that one right, and bassist Mike Hogan, and drummer Hulk Hogan. Oh, sorry, I mean Fergal Lawyer, <laughs> Lawler, Fergal Lo- Lawyer. Lawler, <laughs> Lawler. 
I always I always screw up these names. Yeah. And and eventually Quinn was replaced by our our good friend and the most lovely voice in all of I think Irish history. Amen. Dolores O'Riordan in 1990. Um yeah. you know they were widely associated with alternative rock, but it also incorporates a lot of indie pop, post pop post-punk Irish folk and pop rock elements and actually there's a lot of live albums that they did and live DVDs that they did where Dolores really showcased her Irish singing which was kind of cool you know I never got to see her live and that kind of bummed me out because I know they were recently in Chicago on a like a reunion tour and I was going to try to go I think they were at Aragon or something and I Mm -hmm. just didn't didn't do it so but I mean she's got an amazing voice And and this album showcases the flex of like she goes from like zombie which everyone knows but then mm-hmm. there's the songs that start the show which are just sweet and like floral with orchestral arrangements i don't know yeah let's let's play it so you can talk what i'm talking you see what i'm talking about this is track number one oh to my family They use a lot of those like tremolo kind of picking yeah. throughout their music. I was a big fan. I mean, the, the simplistic, just the guitars being so simplistic, like you said, just some tremolo, vibrato stuff going on in the background in a lot of these songs just showcase how amazing she is how amazing her voice just putting her in some harmonies of her own voice um and maybe some orchestral stuff that comes up later i mean it's such a cool basic song but it's so awesome yeah it's Um, almost like her her voice sounds like the vibration you feel when you hit like a really loud like bass drum it's like yeah well i can't do it yeah you can't do it (laughs) No, <laughs> my voice is terrible. That's bad. But I'm That's saying bad. her voice. If, if you picture it yeah. like a, like a beautiful uh, Irish folk singer, yeah, it would sound like that. And, and she has such range. Like this is a song where it's so mellow. She just almost like it sounds like she's whispering, and there's no effort made by her to just make this beautiful sound. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a peaceful, cool song. Great way to introduce the rest of the album. And uh, and like like I would I would. It's just relaxing background music. Maybe it was makeout music if you were making out in the in the nineties. I wasn't. <laughs> other people might have been. <laughs> Never. So, I mean, it's uh, the greatest. I album. was. I was a late bloomer. Did you have your first kiss in the nineties or eighties? Um, no, no. It would have been the nineties. Yeah. Do you remember the first song you listened to when you were making out with somebody? Oh God! I think it was U two Octung Baby. Octung baby? Yeah, not the song, You've, but the word a "tongue baby" is in this. <laughs> it was in your first. It wasn't song? the song so much as that album. Like that's when I start. Like when that came out, I think ninety one or ninety two mm-hmm. was probably when I had my first kiss, like open mouth kiss. Okay, okay, I think that's a good visual for all the listeners yeah. to, to check out right and now. And I had braces on too, so <laughs> add that to the list, there, babes. So, all right. so we got Ode to the Family. What's the next song? All right, let's check out the next song here. We've I got, Can't Be With You is the I Can't song. Be With You. Lying in my bed, I 
Wow, they really focused on the drums here in this song. Put your hands, put your hands yeah. inside my face and see that it's just it's got like that 90s rhythm. Short one too, this course coming up. Right here. Such a 90s song. You don't even, you've never heard this song, have you? Because this is a deep cut. I have never heard this song, but it sounds like it should be on the soundtrack of Can Hardly Wait. <laughs> or some kind of like, she's all that. Like Oh, rom-com for yeah, sure. Rom-com, just right when they're, the girl falls in love with the guy, finally, and they run off from the school dance, and this is yeah. the song that they would play for sure. Or the best friend who like is sitting around just upset that he sees like all these pictures of, of who he had a crush on and uh, she, he can't be with her. Or, or, oh, yeah. Yeah. That could be the other alternative version. But yeah, this is one of their popular songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, simplistic. Um, just it shows you keep it simple, stupid. They, they ca- There's catchy songs that you just they're undeniable and this wasn't even this wasn't even one of the hits on this on the album yeah you it's know poppy. I, I i like the poppiness of it uh a quick uh sidebar on this album the mood actually in this album is a bit darker so this is kind yes. of an outlier on this on this album i'm guessing mm-hmm. it shows a, a more mature performance by dolores O'Riordan writing about war death love yeah. disappointment rom-coms hulk hogan <laughs> and her it's vo- a rom-com <laughs> i don't think any of the songs are about wrestling i could be wrong <laughs> Zombie. You never know. It, it could, could be, yeah. But it's not. It's it's uh it's about the Irish, the war torn Ireland. Oh, that's oh, that's right. That's, she got political. I think I did hear that at one point. Her voice is actually clearer with uh out the pre without the previous albums double and triple voice voice layering. Man, there's yeah, words she, they I've didn't do as say. much layering. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was way more layering there. This is just her. Uh, more pure. They, I mean, obviously there were some effects, but it wasn't like now where there's like crazy effects on stuff. But it was, I mean, yeah, you can hear, you can hear her voice and how amazing. I mean, like from that song, you saw, you saw like the last song, "Ode to Ode to My Family," just mellow and like it seems like she's whispering. Mm-hmm. And then here she's she's stretching a little more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I love that song. It's one of those albums again that you don't fast forward very often on. Um, can't say that about a lot of albums, but this song you can listen to all the way through. Mm-hmm. You want to skip to the next one? Yeah, what do we got? <laughs> Speaking of skipping the next song, what do we got next? 21. Ah, yes. So this is the precursor to Taylor Swift's 22. Uh, 21 <laughs> written by Dolores O'Riordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan's doing the next one. <laughs> Spending a lot of time in this song, we got. Let's get to the, the good well, one. Well, no, I mean this song is again it, so easy. All the guitar is doing is picking on a tremolo yeah. vocal, but it's such. I I mean, when I was telling bands what what it takes to like be a hit, so if I knew anything, this is a great example. Like people try to do weird music signatures. Mm-hmm. This song, if you have amazing vocals and good lyrics. You're gonna be. You're gonna. You're already two steps ahead of most bands, in my opinion. Yeah, you know they say the simplest things. Uh, it's it's all about like Occam's razor. The simplest answer is always the usually the best answer, and you Who's can see Occam? that. 
Occam. It's a it's a kind of like philosophy or theory. <laughs> uh, I never heard that. Some dude named Occam, probably Sounds really made up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, it's such a it's and I and I loved you know I was in a cover I was in a, a band that we did covers and originals called Shoeshine Boy, mm-hmm. and our singer would often be compared. Uh, Jocelyn Baker would be compared to the Cranberries, and I secretly was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. But the the reality of it is we would cover their songs, especially the hit which we're going to hear next. And uh, it was so easy to play for me as a lead guitarist in the band because I'm like, oh, cool. All it is is tremolo mm-hmm. and picking the chords of the song, which is what that guy was doing on 21. Mm-hmm. So What an easy job. So have a, <laughs> just, Follow your lead and just find a, a strong vocalist who writes good songs and then you can be in a band. Mm-hmm. That's it. Learn the basic chords. That's what I did in the 90s. And that was uh, the guitarist you're referring to is Noel Hogan. And this is now song number four. Yes. Coming up is the first song where uh, on the album where it's just credited to Orion. Yeah, she didn't. She uh, she wrote this song, mm-hmm. and it actually was when she started writing more songs after this album because the ones that were hits were the yeah. ones that she wrote on her own. And if there's one song that defines the Cranberries, it's this song four. sets the stage what a soundscape for a song yeah to me. I mean how can it's just there's one guitar every once in a while mm-hmm. bass and drums just that killer bass line too just driving that song along it's four chords the whole song and they make it so cool it's almost like that 90s feel where it goes you go really swell and then bring it down. Mm-hmm. And then here, the swell comes up right now in the chorus. And then, uh, these vocals. So amazing. So the song was actually writ- written by O'Riordan and is according to her about the Warrington IRA bombings in 93. Right there. I mean, that's a thing. This album was the 90s, so you got to remember there was a lot of those rock bands that were fronted by males. Like, you know, the Pumpkins were really big in 94. Mm-hmm. And this was the same kind of style where you had these grungy guitars and uh, and the and the, you know, swell for the chorus and then yeah. bring it back down you know it was she, a pattern she and that you're you're dead on I mean I don't really even see that until you put it into those kind of words the way that everything kind of followed that simple formula mm-hmm. to make a great song I think back to Third Eye Blind I think back to you know the pumpkins it was all about that swell and then that great just 
chorus that you can sing along to, yeah. where you don't even need to know the words. You know that, hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey. There were no words. For part of it. Yeah, right? But that's the thing. Like this song was an outlier for the rest of the album because I mean, a lot of the stuff, the the rest of the songs, there there are a few poppier stuff, but like this was their rocker, mm-hmm. and and people who are are Cranberries fans, um, this is the outlier because the songs that you remember. Uh, if you like their music, it's all the softer stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, um, the, and, and it's just amazing. But, of course, this song was every co- every band I was in, we would cover this because it was so easy to play and nobody can cover it right. Because you're like, oh, it's only four chords, the whole song. But it's different because you got to have a drummer that can create the differences. And mm-hmm. playing it mm-hmm. live are hard. Man. I would have loved to see Shushan Boys when you guys were playing. <laughs> Shushan Boys Singular. Yeah, you know, we're going to have a reunion show. We'll, we're talking about it. But oh. we're not going to cover Zombie. <laughs> what? No. You talked of Zombie and that's your we big were, hit? That was when we were, you know, we started as a cover band, but then we were an original band. And if you're going to cover anything, um, you can't cover you can't cover Zombie if you're an original no. band. Although well, now you can because it's uh, it's vintage. It's what they the kids, the millennials, us millennials, Called yeah. vintage. I'm gonna say us millennials at least once on <laughs> you, every show. You can t- because nobody can see me. They don't know. They don't know what I look like. <laughs> Paul, you got a headband on and you, you're you're yeah. chewing on a Tide Pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm just I'm just like you guys. <laughs> I I do like the name Zombie. I mean, um, it it comes from like I said the Warrington IRA bombings. At least according to a Reardon, uh, the the writer of the song that resulted in the death of two children. It's just I remember this music video. Was so like remember that red, uh, yeah. evilly, and then she dressed up with that. Um, she was like a white, like, she's a like white, muddy. I know it was like a white dress or something. I don't oh, know. Okay, uh, maybe you're right. Okay, maybe it was it for a music video. I drank a lot in the nineties. <laughs> okay, drank a lot. Ready to go to the next one? Yes. What do we got? Empty. We, empty. Let's check it out. Listen to the importance of the song placement too. After a heavy song like "Zombie," you yeah. go right into this like little, uh, you know, piano-based minus the lyrics, gentle acoustic song. Same thing. Paul's, Simple formula. Paul's making out on a couch right now. Just <laughs> listen to the song. Not yet. There's some djembe right there. I, I caught that too. That might be Bongo. Oh, look at that. Something has left my life and I don't know where it went to. Somebody calls me Well, it doesn't say... On the album, it just says Fergal Lawler played drums and percussion. So we don't know if it's a bongo or a djembe, but it could be either. Fergal Lawler, the uh, inspiration for the hit <laughs> 2000 songs, Fergalicious, right? <laughs> Later married Fer- Fergie. Weird. Weird thing that they did. Fergal, Fergal and Fergie. That would be a good <laughs> thing, no. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, it's a it's a great album, but like these, it's kind of weird. Like the, the these songs are all mellow. And and when I would I would I just remember studying for finals in law school in like 1999, mm-hmm. and uh, you'd just go through this thing and and uh, they just it's mellow background music, but it was so like 
it's a one part of studying that you'd like look forward to because you could listen to some cool music and and I would listen to other stuff like that like the Sundays were really big similar sounding and Mazzy Star mm, those are mm-hmm, the bands that mm-hmm. very similar sounding in terms of female led vocalists that were mellow or stuff but nobody quite got to the level of success that I think the Cranberries got absolutely and you can hear that great Irish influence too with that 12 string guitar that they have yeah. and, and the, the bongo slash djembe that comes up in the back one it's, or the other we know it's, it's one it's, it's not a slash it's either <laughs> it's we gotta figure it out we oh man actually Fergie, first caller to, <laughs> yeah, are we taking calls oh no wrong thing email us at, at our at our <laughs> show email yeah. and the first person who gets it gets um Gets to get go to a drink date laugh here in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can get we'll get you a, a free bongo a djembe performance. <laughs> me and me and my you Michael, you can come. Mm-hmm. You play guitar. We'll yeah. we'll play uh, empty on on guitar and djembe, but you'll have to sing it to whomever. And you have to. And by the way, not we can't pay for your flight nor hotel. You need to come to Chicago yes. to the WGN Radio Studios, and we will play it for you. Yes. And we will find a singer to sing it if you don't want if you want that. That's a good a good yeah. idea. And it's going to be empty, and that's it. It's just one song. And like, <laughs> all right, just the one. Thank you so much for coming. Goodbye. <laughs> but I thought uh, you guys were going to play Zombie. No, no, sorry, Zombie didn't have Jembe. No. <laughs> Although I did play the Jembe on on Zombie on our acoustic performances of the of that song. You really? Know? Yeah, because you'd play oh, these you played acoustic. Yeah, so sometimes you'd play these gigs when I was in bands, and uh, you'd sit in the corner and you'd have to play you know two to three hours to get paid the big bucks mm-hmm. at, like bars where people aren't paying attention to you mm-hmm. and uh and you'd have to fill time and zombie was a time filler because it's a it's a good five minute song easy yeah to play five minutes six seconds yep pure djembe we didn't play him <laughs> no it was guitar and djembe <laughs> but then the djembe would pull out and there would just be the guitar or vice versa where it'd just be acapella singing for the for the low ends mm. and then the swell would be the djembe rock. Oh, Maybe a tambourine on the toe, just kicking. Ooh, tambourine on the toe. And djembe, yeah. Double double percussion. Whoa. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But no. I can't guys, wait for that reunion tour. But if uh, if you if you can tell us if it's a djembe uh, or um, bongos, the performance of Empty is on, is on the table. No zombie. No, we can't do zombie. No zombie. We can't do linger. No linger. But it's empty. The, empty is on there. You know, we might throw an extended uh, tamper, toe tambourine solo yeah. out there if you want to. Yeah, we can, we can work something out. Okay. Uh, but you got you to gotta prove that you figured it out because it's not on the Wikipedia page. Paul, I'm trying to keep our podcast to a normal amount of time like uh, so everyone knows that they can listen to it in about 30 minutes or so. Yeah. So we, we're running we gotta, short on time. Do you yeah. want to power through some of these? Yeah, let's go. What do we got? Everyone, everything I said is next. Everything I said. This is one of those mellower songs. I think this is the only one I would fast forward. When I would, well, no, not yet, but let's just. Okay. Maybe some people will like it. But do you see the same pattern? The mm-hmm. same freaking. Uh, it's, it's never just lyrics first and then no. guitar. Ooh. It's kind of a little voice. different rhythm, but the guitar is doing the same exact shit every fucking song. Mm-hmm. I said frickin' before, and then I just went to school. <laughs> just go straight. People are like, oh, this is going to be a family-friendly, and then I <laughs> tricked them. But it's that, true. It's just yeah. anger swelled in Then uh, everything I said came on, and then Paul said I Paul like said everything. Song. Paul yeah. said that's the one. Everything. That's the one song I would, I would fast forward. Here's Icicle Melts. Icicle Melts. Very good song. Uh, the same guitar progression. That D, that swelling D. Right. This song's in 3-4, though. 
change the music signature, but... Same thing, two tremolo, two notes on the guitar. Just uh, mellow background music, but the music signature changed. But the same, same theme, same uh, guaranteed success formula. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good vocals, easy guitar. Yeah, I, you know, I've been looking up. I gotta see who produced this album because I want to know because he probably he or she <laughs> had a great um, idea about what to give to their Stephen Street. Labels. Right? Is that who is it was? that who it is? I don't know. Stephen Street? I remember that name for some reason. Um, does it say it on the album? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. Hold Stephen on. Street. Yep. Oh, I, Stephen Street. I was Street. right. I was oh, right. nice, nice. Ah, look at that. You have just won one performance of Empty. I get to, <laughs> I get to listen to myself. <laughs> All right. You want to hear uh, yeah. the next song? The next song is called Disappointment, which uh, my parents uh, really like this song. They used to play <laughs> it for me all the time. But it actually is one of my favorite songs on the album. It's just mellow. Goes on a little tangent. You know, Paul, the thing that I've noticed about this album the most is how much they rely on Dolores' singing, the way that she carries the entire band. Because if you think about it, the soundscape for every single song is exactly the same. Not exactly the same. Very similar. Cranberries are one of the best bands uh, of all the 90s, and and especially this album. But dang, man, she had had pipes. She could change the feel of the song with Mm -hmm. just a slight rhythm change. Um, You saw in the last song, it's like a 3-4. This one's a little different drum feel, uh, rhythm and bass, but ultimately it's the same formula where the guitars are just a little kind of out there, atmospheric sound, maybe not tremolo. This time we'll go vibrato, whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's her voice that makes the songs amazing. And this song, uh, Disappointment, is really good because later on in the song, it just kind of goes back down and it goes into a different... It's like a little trip that they take you on in four minutes and 14 seconds. Oh, wow. All right, so this next one, Ridiculous Thoughts. Yes. That's what my parents told me also. About your dreams? About, about me <laughs> trying to start a band. That's, that's why this song, this album, touches. It really spoke to you? Yeah. It spoke to you over those years? Yeah. This is another Hogan and Reardon's, oh, Reardon song. This one takes a while to get to the good stuff. It feels like they went in there and they said, all right, we have a great (laughs) chord progression, but Dolores, this is kind of all on your back, so we need you to really bring it down. Bring something different to the beginning, Mm because the last few have started with the guitar same way. Mm -hmm. Listen, same guy. He's just finger-picking the chords. Do you see that? Yeah. But you don't notice it. You you don't. You don't know. Until we really dissected this album, I I never noticed that about country music. This is a little more of a rocker. Mm-hmm. 
claps. That voice, so good. It's unreal. It's it's like an alien, get, like yeah. is in her vocal arrangement and then just like <laughs> makes like sounds that I've never heard of before. You you can't think of a song. You, you think Christina Aguilera? There's uh, Adele. They could never make those sounds that no. Dolores O'Riordan made. It's, a, it's a, such a unique sound mm-hmm. and for such a unique time. And uh, and I don't think. You know, there's people now after her death that are covering her. And if you listen to the covers, they're all very tasteful and they're great. But it's not, it doesn't, no one could hit that sound. You know? Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. All right, so we're going to have to speed through these yep. just a teeny yeah, tiny yeah. bit. Dreaming, Dreaming my, dreams. my Dreams. This is one of those mellow songs that's just like, oh man, it's, it puts you in a good place. This is definitely on a lot of people, on a lot of yogis. Uh, <laughs> Song list. I'm this, surprised. I've done yoga for a few years and I've never heard this song, but this would be on a yoga. It's is that a didgeridoo? Mellow. No. That's <laughs> it's just so mellow and cool. Oh. I feel like I could you can hear her Take a nap to that song. It's so good, though. Here's Yates' Grave, and I have a little bit of info on this one. Um, the song Yates' Grave, incorrectly, incorrectly listed on the album as. Yeats Grave. Oh yeah, they spelled it wrong. Huh. And never corrected for any of the album's physical re-releases is about William but- Butler Yeats and quotes one of his poem, No Second Troy. Very interesting. Oh wow. I don't I don't I'm not into poetry. <laughs> That's mostly because the girl I had the biggest crush on in in life married a poet. I was like, ugh. Oh. No, he got. I understand that. How do you? And he's a successful one. It's like, how do you become a successful poet? He's a successful poet. I, I it's like a contradiction. Is he Yates? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I thought you had to die before you can be successful. Or yeah, maybe he has like fair. a lot of. Maybe he's like Amazon review, viewer, and he just <laughs> does poetry. Him and his feelings. Yeah. Jeez. Sing him. Write a, I could write a poem too. <laughs> really easy. Roses are red, violets are blue. Doesn't have to rhyme. I love the cranberries, and so should you. Anyway, yeah, there you go. Oh the, wow. Speaking of flowers, here's daffodil. Lament. <laughs> Set swell, yeah. The 90s swell. The 90s Hashtag swell. #90s swell. Get it trending, guys. Yes. Yeah, what is that sound there? That is. Maybe we can make this part of the uh, sounds like a guitar. Or oh, the blowing one. What's that one called? That's the um, voc vocorder. <laughs> the blow one. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm turning this one down, Paul. Yeah, it's it's so pretty though. Yeah. The final song on the album, song number 13, the album's title, Saving the Best title for the track, Last. No Need to Argue. It's Ooh. more of like a, a goodbye. The song just kind of like, it lingers for no pun intended, <laughs> but it's just kind of like out there. And uh, this was where I would like power down my computer from studying for 50 minutes. I love this because, again, 
it was all in the 90s it was all about the song placement and they don't do this anymore with music anymore but this is what would every last song would be it'd be like the lullaby goodbye kind of song that just eased you into wanting to just repeat repeat the album again yeah and it, and, it, and it really was a great song and it's a great album and it's, it's just sad to see that she's gone but yeah, uh, it really is yeah you know as much as we were joking around it is really sad to see that she had passed away because she, I know she went through some age too yeah some through some really serious medical and emotional uh, problems and you know she will be missed she was one of the greatest singers of all time Dolores O'Riordan uh, carried that band um, 100% I don't think I don't think anyone in that band will uh, will doubt that. No, no, and she or argue with it. She seemed so cool, and she had that. The best part is she sang so well and so pretty, but still had that cool punk rock yeah. like like attitude about things. I like it, that. It's awesome, yeah. And she was so young when this when this album, the first album, came out, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and just the way that they just blew up. And then you know they had follow up albums that were great. Um, and a few other songs from the other albums, but this was their peak when when and and the fact that we don't know what's happened back, you know, maybe there's going to be a, a, a cranberries documentary in a few years or whatever. But mm-hmm. she she brought that zombie song and uh, and uh, ridiculous thoughts with the rockers on the album, and zombie was was their hit, and it was a uh, it was a step away from their comfort zone, and then it opened the door to so many fans, and and uh, you know. People joke, you know, when they say, hey, the, are you a Cranberries fan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was. I, I wouldn't admit, admit to it because it's kind of like it's got this stigma. But they really were a freaking awesome band. Why did I say freaking again? You know, when you walk <laughs> into the WGN studio, it creates this censorship. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's a great album. Um, I give it, um, what was our, so 11 is the best, we mm-hmm. agreed. Um, because that's when you're on Facebook. So you're giving it likes. Likes. Yes. So if you're getting 11 is when it, you can no longer see the names and it just automatically goes to 11. Yes. Uh, out of 11, I give this nine and a half likes. Nine and a half likes. Um, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because that's kind of, I was leaning towards a little bit, uh, I don't know, it's, it's hard. I'm going to give it, I'm just going to say it, seven likes. Seven likes, wow. Great, great album. I'll give it one. Wow, though I'm one giving wow. it seven oh, likes. One so wow, seven likes. You know what? I I, I forgot that there's different emojis that <laughs> yes, come in. I'm gonna say come nine on. nine likes okay. and one heart. Oh, I like that. That's, that's like the way that it goes. Lot. And the heart is for Dolores. Oh man, Paul, that's such just a great album. Go and buy it today, you guys. We're huge fans. Um, and you, it was on Island Records when they were in their prime. Mm-hmm. Check and it so out. So was the band. One of the greatest bands of all time. They went on to sell, sell over 40 million records worldwide, achieved top four, uh, they're achieved four top 20 albums on Billboard's 200. Wow. One of the greatest bands that there is. Uh, Dolores, you will be missed. Uh, let's uh, let's close the, uh, close the vinyl, I guess. Close yeah. the book. Close the book. That's been uh, two guys. One album.